This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan. If you are new here and I'm the host of this podcast, I'm super excited for this week's episode. I'm going to be talking all about my routine um like my current routine like certain things that I truly think have just like changed my energy and my like mental energy and my physical energy and just have transformed my life honestly for lack of better words and just walking through that routine with you all I posted on my personal Instagram story um I was like in response to a story I posted this summer about never having energy because I remember this past summer I had posted a story saying like I'm so sick of feeling the need for a power nap or like more coffee at 2 or 3 p.m. every day and I was just like I don't know what's wrong with me I drink a ton of water I exercise I get enough sleep like all this kind of stuff and I just I don't know it's oh it's been a lifelong struggle honestly like I mean not lifelong but ever since I was in like high school I've experienced this and lately I mean like the last what two and a half months I haven't experienced that at all. Um, I mean, I don't want to say at all, but it's not a regular occurrence. It's more of a rare occurrence now. So I truly think I have seen the effects of my routine like play out in real life. I'm not just sitting here like vocalizing some BS routine to you all that doesn't actually do anything for me in real life. Like this has actually transformed my life. Um, And I just wanted to be able to share that with you all. And I had a good amount of DMs like asking me to share like the routine in a YouTube video, which I am going to be doing soon. So if you're more of like a visual person, you just want to see all of this played out. Um, I will be doing a vlog on it relatively soon. That'll probably be up within the next two weeks. So I figured I would do a podcast episode though, because this is where I can go into more like talking detail instead of showing and just kind of chat with you all about that. Um, especially with it being, um, a new season coming up. I don't know when spring like officially starts, but um, the day I'm recording this, we lost an hour of sleep last night from daylight savings, which I hate the spring forward daylight savings because we lose an hour of sleep. And it literally today, I was so exhausted when I woke up. I felt half asleep in the gym the entire time I was working out this morning, even though I had pre-workout and I was just, I just felt so off and I feel off all day today. Like honestly, like I have a pretty bad headache. Like <laughs> today's just weird. And, um, it's because I know it's because of, just springing forward and everything's felt super off and like obviously the days felt a lot shorter but I am happy that we get more sunlight during the day that's really helpful for me for getting like natural light whenever I have to like get content for brands and stuff and it's also just nice um for it to not get dark so freaking early and to have more daylight definitely helps with like the seasonal depression like mood shifting and everything but anyways let's go ahead and get into the episode um well I guess first I need to do my quote goal and gratitude Um, the quote this week, I found this one on Pinterest as I find most of them. It's called allow yourself to grow. When you plant seeds in the garden, you don't dig them up every day to see if they have sprouted yet. You simply water them and clear away the weeds. You know that the seed will grow in time. Similarly, just do your daily practice and cultivate a kind heart. Abandon impatience and instead be content creating the causes for goodness. The results will come when they're ready. 
I just thought that was a good little analogy between, you know, like gardening, like planting seeds and watching plants grow and everything. And, you know, we should have that same outlook on ourselves whenever we're growing. You know, we need to actually like have our daily routine and not only have that daily routine, but have patience and a kind heart like in that routine to ourselves and to others as we, you know, switch things up and as we get used to new things and in time, whenever the time comes, we will see the results as long as we're persistent and patient. So I just really like that quote. My goal for this week, I really just want to chill out, honestly, and get back to intentional resting. Um, I had a midterm on Friday and I just, I think I've talked about this in a recent episode, but I cannot study anymore. Y'all like grad school has ruined me in terms of studying. I had more tests last semester. I definitely have a good amount more. But this semester, I have three in total, and this test that I just had on Friday was my first test of the entire semester, because everything else is obviously just, like, project-based and assignment-based, which I prefer because I actually learn so much more, especially for, like, the long term. Like, you actually learn it and not just memorize it, whereas I feel like testing is literally just set up to be more of a memorization type of thing. Like, it's hard not to just treat it as a memorization thing. So I obviously was just, you know, studying for that the past like week and a half. And on top of that, like the last like week and a half ish, I've been super, super busy with YouTube stuff. I had like maybe one sponsorship all of January and February, I felt like. And then March came and it's like I just got pounded with so much stuff, I feel like, which is so great. And I am beyond thankful and I've gotten like some amazing opportunities but obviously when I go from like zero to 100 in terms of like studying to and also in terms of like my actual work, I'm having to spend like large chunks of my days, um, the small amount of free time I do have like during the actual daytime to fill it with like, you know, my YouTube type of work and Instagram type of work. And um, I'm just honestly really exhausted. So and even this weekend, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have such a chill weekend. I'm so excited. And then I was like, I actually have so much to do (laughs) for YouTube and stuff. So I cleaned like all day yesterday, um, which I really wanted to do. I was like really looking forward to it. And um, I really just cleaned and kind of channeled all that energy that I needed to get out of me into cleaning. I got dinner with a friend um, on Friday night and we ate at Taco Mama and it was great. And it was just nice to like talk to a friend in person and um I don't know it's it's been a good weekend but at the same time like today I've had to spend the majority of the day getting work done and then I also had to do a little bit um on Thursday evening and on Friday so it happens and it's part of what I do almost and I understand that but of course whenever I'm like really exhausted and then I'm like oh I'm gonna rest and then I realize I can't rest I'm like okay I need to like actually plan out some time for resting. So, because I feel like whenever I have like a test or I just have a lot going on, I'm not as good about being intentional with my like breaks in the day. I feel like I end up using that time to like catch up on social media or something because I haven't been on it all day. Whereas in my normal routine, I tend to use like those break, those shorter breaks in the day to like maybe, you know, read a little bit or sit outside and just, you know, soak up the air. And I'm a lot more conscious in my decision making of how I'm going to spend like my little breaks and my free time. Whereas when I'm super busy, I just feel like I just want to like 
not even think so then I just pick up my phone and I don't like doing that so I want to you know get back on my intentional rest grind which I feel like I am for the most part like really good about doing that so um I don't know I just know I need to chill out like I my body and my mind is like telling me like you need to like like really give yourself a mental break um and my mental health like I was really struggling like honestly through pretty much all of February, um, for the most part, and obviously it's, you know, you have good days and you have bad days, but I feel like there were a lot more bad days than good, um, from some of January and, like, a lot of February, and I'm just trying to, like, get back to a space of hopefully having more good than bad days instead of it being the opposite, but that's just me being real with you all, you know, like, I'm, I'm human, like, everyone else, like, I go through a lot personally, and, um, it can be a struggle sometimes, like, trying to just be the person that's always on, and, you know, that, that can just be exhausting, so I'm trying to, like, listen to myself and let myself have that, like, mental break that I need. Um, my gratitude, I don't know why I just went on, like, the longest tangent about my weekend and all that kind of stuff I was not planning on talking about any of that. Um, my gratitude is that my midterm is done and that I have a clean space because, I, I don't know if you all are like this, but I am the worst, and whenever I have, like, a test, um, or multiple tests, like, I was the same way in undergrad. Anytime it would be, like, a heavy testing period, or I just had, like, a lot going on, I completely neglected doing, like, any housework or chores, except for, like, the stuff that just needs to be done, like, dishes. Like, wasn't, you know, vacuuming anything, I wasn't putting away any of my laundry, so you know, like, my place was literally just a wreck for a good, like, week and a half there, and it just feels so good to have, like, a completely clean space now, so definitely thankful for that. So, let's go ahead and get into talking about my routine and how it's, like, changed my life and some other stuff. So, I first want to talk a little bit about social media and how it can impact your routine and, like, your mental health in a way. Um, I personally, I kind of had this, like, epiphany the other day when I was, like, planning out this episode, but if you think about it, you are so much more susceptible to comparing your life to others, especially, like, on social media, when you see things that are outside of your concept of normal and routine. Like, we each have our own definition of normal, and we each have our own definition of routine, and that's how it should be, but, you know, when you get on social media you are literally setting yourself up to see other people's lives and their normal and their routine. And if you're sitting there seeing someone, you know, traveling all over the place and, you know, you wish you were doing that or doing, like, all these fun workout classes you wish you were doing or anything, those are, like, honestly really poor examples, but, like, anything else outside of your definition of routine and outside of what your mind knows is normal is going to cause you to compare your routine to someone else's. And it instantly leads you to that, to you comparing your life to others, since that that isn't your normal and your definition of normal. Um, And it's kind of just something we do subconsciously. And I think that, you know, comparing yourself to other people just on a day-to-day basis, like in your head, is like one thing. And that's something I don't really find myself doing because it's something I worked on a long time ago. But I personally think there's almost no way of stopping it on social media because when you get on social media like you're almost asking for it in a sense if that makes any sense at all because you're getting on there and you know like you have your life and your definition of normal and routine and then when you get on and see like all this other stuff 
you need to be secure enough and getting on social media to know that you just need to take that as surface level and don't need to see someone else's picture or video and think, you know, oh, like, I wish that was, you know, like, what my day looked like and, like, or I, you know, wish I could do that, whatever it is. And it's just, I've been working on taking social media with a grain of salt going off of that just, be, just like, making sure all I'm doing is scrolling and getting on with my day and not getting too deep into the details because there's definitely a correlation between, like, my mood and mental health and the amount of time on social media I spend, and that's, like, a given for anyone, but I, as much as I hate mindless scrolling, that's, like, the only way I feel like I can use social media because if I sit there and, like, take it too deep or spend too much if I try to spend more time on it by, like, actually, like, reading things and looking at things in detail, I'm just gonna end up in, like, a terrible mental space, so, like, I just need the mindless scroll if I'm gonna be getting on it, honestly, and even when I've, like, curated my feeds to where I, you know, only follow who I want to follow and stuff, I still find myself feeling overwhelmed just because of all the content or just not feeling my best, And since I know that and I'm aware of that, I do try to limit my time on it. And, like, obviously I'm not perfect about it. And I have days where I spend way too much time on it for sure. But then I have other days where I'm really good about not getting on. And I'm trying to make it more of a consistent, like, not just getting on because out of of habit, like, I pick up my phone and I open it. Like, that's what the habit I'm trying to break. And I have to remind myself that not every single day of my life is going to be extraordinary because social media has absolutely butchered my mindset of being comfortable with routine and being content with having normal or not so eventful days because we have this instantaneous access to seeing something so far outside of our definition of normal at our fingertips at literally any time of the day. And when I had that realization, I was like, I seriously don't know why I ever feel bad about just having like average days or feeling like I don't have that much going on in my life and you know every day is the same I shouldn't feel bad about that and the only reason I do feel bad about that is because of me having that instantaneous access at my fingertips at any time of the day to see someone else doing something or living something extraordinary and that's great for them and I'm not saying they shouldn't post it by any means like everyone can post whatever they want I'm just saying I don't need to be getting on and seeing it all the time and accessing it all the time And I think having a strong routine sets you up for falling into going through the motions in a way. This is like another little side story I wanted to say before I got into like the details of what my actual routine has been like. And um, something I was kind of like struggling with in February was that I felt like I was in such a good routine and I had such a good routine going on, but I just felt like I was going through the motions and just getting bored with my everyday life and I imagine in like more of a normal world because like obviously right now with COVID like things are totally not the way they normally are and I realize that this is probably not so much of the case since like you know going on weekend trips and like hopping on a plane and going somewhere and just traveling and you know going to concerts and all this kind of stuff keeps things more exciting but it's like even my weekends are the same and extremely routine like my Fridays generally look the exact same I'm usually like cleaning, trying to do as much schoolwork as I possibly can, um, planning my podcast, and then, you know, like, Saturday, I try to, like, not really do much of schoolwork or, like, YouTube work. Sunday, record my podcast, um, you know, go to the gym, whatever else, and it's, like, every day is literally the same each weekend, and that's okay, um, but I just kind of found myself in this rut where I was, like, 
I'm so content with my routine, but at the same time, I literally feel like I'm just going through the motions and I'm trying very hard to be very intentional about what I do, but there's only so much I can do, if you know what I mean. So that was definitely a little bit of a struggle for me and um, I just kind of had to like talk myself into being okay like with the way my life is and just like being thankful that I even like have a good routine and that, you know, like I'm able to go work out and that you know, I'm able to, like, work on these awesome brand deals and that I even have a podcast, like, so just keeping that gratitude is one thing I think that really helps when I feel like things are getting a little mundane, and then secondly, just holding on to that hope that, you know, like, one day it'll be back to where I can, like, hop on a plane and, like, you know, go somewhere for the weekend or whatever, because, you know, it's just been sticking to going home, like, during breaks at this point, and that's totally fine, and that's great, and I'm thankful for that, but, um, I'm just saying, like, in a more normal world, I feel like there's more opportunities to keep things exciting, whereas right now, if you have a routine, things can get, like, very mundane and almost boring really quickly, and I don't want to say boring because I enjoy all that I'm doing. It's just when every Monday is the same, every Tuesday is the same, every Wednesday is the same, and so on and so forth, it does get a little exhausting, so I have to be creative with, you know, keeping things exciting and, you know, I need to probably do a little bit of a better job of that, but I sort of just don't, so I need to try and put more effort into doing that, but anyways, um, talking about how I used to be, you know, like, such a tired person, and how I still am at times, um, and through all of undergrad, I just felt like I either needed to pack in the caffeine every five hours, or I needed the power nap in the middle of the day, because I would just crash so hard around 2 p.m., And I still have days right now where, you know, I need that extra cup of coffee or I need a quick power nap. But the biggest difference that I've seen personally from this routine that I'm about to walk you all through is that I used to rely on that extra caffeine or that power nap daily. And now it's just an occasional need and it's rare. And I truly just think that your routine has so much power over how you feel every day, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And that's why it's so important to sort of get yourself in a place where you do have a routine. And um, I'm going to walk you all through all of these things that are part of my daily routine, which I say lightly because some of these things aren't technically done daily, but they're done for the majority of the week. Um, But these things I truly believe have just transformed my energy and the amount of energy I have, as well as like my efficiency with getting things done. And I'm super grateful that my schedule allows for me to do this um, routine because I truly think that if it was structured differently and it was almost like swapped to where everything was opposite to where instead of having a ton of like afternoon evening obligations, I had a ton of morning obligations, I kind of feel like my routine might would be not as like I wouldn't have it would have had a harder time getting into this routine, I guess. So The biggest thing whenever you're trying to create a routine, you really just need to sit down with yourself, look at what times of the day you have obligations or priorities, and then list out the habits you want to practice daily or almost daily to implement into your routine. And then from there, try to schedule those habits into your day. You know, what do you want to start your day with after you get up and like have your breakfast? What do you think you should leave for the afternoon or evening time? And I understand this is super specific to a college student structure, like the way I'm phrasing a lot of this stuff. But if you have a full-time job, you can still do this. You'll just 
probably have fewer things you're trying to implement into your day since you have less time during the day and doing anything you add into your routine early morning or later evening time instead of throughout the day. But the point is, be real with yourself about when you would prefer doing each habit and plan on doing it around that time each time you do it. So like, if you know that the first thing you want to do when you get up in the morning and after you've had your breakfast or whatever is exercise or workout or just move your body, plan on doing it around the same time each day or each time you do it, not each day, because you don't have to do it each day. But say you want to move your body four times a week, and you've decided that Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday are the days you're going to do that. Plan on doing it around the exact same time those four days. It does not have to be the exact time to a T. Like, trust me, I do not make it to the gym at like 9.30 every time I go to the gym. It's just in my head, I know it's the first thing I do four to five times a week. And my body knows that. Like, my body's used to it now. And I'll get into that later. But um, just try and plan it around the same time. And ultimately, your day is up to you. And you get to decide what you want to make time for. And what determines a good day um, or a good routine for you is totally up to you. You know, like, you don't need to listen to everything I'm saying and, like, completely copy this routine to a T. This is just what what has worked for me personally, and it I, it would be awesome if like it also works for you. But I'm trying to emphasize the importance of like actually assessing like what you need more of in your life, what you need less of in your life, and then cultivating those habits into your routine to where it can make an impact in your life. And like I said, you don't have to schedule an exact time to do each thing every day. Like I don't even do that. That's too overwhelming for me. Like having this strict time blocked schedule because then I feel like I've failed or I let myself down if I don't finish things in a certain amount of time or if I don't start it at the right time. I just think of things as first, second, third, fourth, so on or whatever throughout my day. So when I wake up, I know the first real thing I tackle after eating and walking my dog is getting to the gym. And I just always aim to get there within like an hour of getting up out of bed. So that's kind of how like my mind processes it, if that makes sense. So One thing that sucks, though, I will say, I mean, and it doesn't suck. It's just part of life. Um, Unfortunately, like, this exact schedule that I have right now that I've had since, like, what, January, like, 10th or something like that, it's only going to last me, like, barely another month and a half um, since then, like, my schedule is going to completely change and I won't have, like, the same situation in life because the semester will be done. I will be, I'll have a morning class, I think it's like from 8 to 9.45 in the morning, um, Monday through Friday for my one summer class I have to take, and then I'll probably be studying for the CPA, so things will definitely shift, my life's going to look different, but I'm going to take the exact same approach um, as what I did for this semester, and just take what's been working this semester into that new routine that I have, and the new schedule I have, which my routine will probably be the exact same, same. it's just some things are probably going to be shifted around a little bit. Um, and then after that, you know, I have to start working a full-time job. So I don't like thinking about how this is like my temporary routine since it works so well for me. Like that's really a bummer in my head, but I think having these changes in my life that are a part of life will help keep me on my toes and it's going to make things less like strict and structured and boring. So it'll keep things exciting having those switch ups. But once I start working full-time, I mean, I feel like my life will pretty much be the same for the rest of my life for the foreseeable future. So um, hopefully I'll be able to get into a good routine then, but we'll see. That's a later problem. Um, So let's get into the habits. Um, Some of these don't even require blocking time out of your day. 
So um, that should make you feel somewhat optimistic about me, like, giving you all the laundry list of things that I do daily to, like, make my day better. So the first thing um, is working out, which I know you're probably like, oh my gosh, great, like, another one of these, like, lists of what makes my life better, and of course it's working out. Well, of course it is, because, I mean, like, science, like, scientists and people all over, you know, doctors, it is emphasized so much how important, you know, like, moving your body and getting that movement in how good that is for you and how much it can do for you and um it's just so important to like take care of yourself in that sense like that's like one thing that really bothers me is that like you know we self-care like moving your body is self-care like I I mean but so is laying down and like taking it easy but it's all about the balance and I just truly can't emphasize enough how much working out consistently and exercising consistently in a way I enjoy has just absolutely transformed my life. It has given me something like that is associated with me to work on and challenge myself where I see results. And I love that. And it's entirely up to me and under my control, which I also love because I feel like there's a lot of other things in my life that, you know, aren't necessarily always under my control. So this is like one thing I know I can always have and rely on to be a constant in my life. Um, no matter what else is going on, which is huge for me. And I just, I don't know. It's just completely transformed things for me. But I want to get into what I think has helped me a lot this semester because I've always enjoyed working out. Um, I was a really active kid. I, you know, played a lot of sports, whatever, and played volleyball in high school. And then when I quit volleyball, I still, like, went to the gym and paddleboarded and stuff and then you know I came to college and I probably worked out like two or three times a week my freshman year sophomore year didn't really work out as much and then junior year started working out um a bit more and I started going probably three to four times a week um maybe sometimes more during the summer between my junior and senior year and then my senior year was when I like really committed to like going a lot and then I got mono and didn't go for like two months and then I've been pretty, like, consistently, I would say, besides, like, getting sick, um, exercising, you know, upwards of four times a week since, I guess, summer of 19, then, I guess you could say. And what's different between summer 19 and fall 2019 and, like, spring 2020 um, and fall 2020 compared to now? I just kind of went into the semester with a different approach. I, you know, knew I had fitness goals for myself. um, And I used to just convince myself that I was an afternoon workout person. And I would tell myself that because when I get up in the morning, I'm someone who normally prefers slow mornings, you know, like I like to get up and, you know, go walk my dog, like have a cup of coffee when I get upstairs, make myself a nice like savory breakfast. Um, You know, like maybe just spend some time like making my to-do list, maybe be listening to some music or a podcast or, you know, just taking it slow. I I really, really, really value that. And I think I valued that so much that I didn't even want to try anything else out for a long time. And I had just convinced myself that that's the way I needed to spend my mornings. But if I'm being completely honest with myself, a lot of the times I was just being lazy in the morning and I wasn't really dedicating too much of the mornings to myself. And um, this semester, 
because my classes, you know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have class literally all day long. So that they're like my designated days off of working out. Like I almost never work out Thursdays and I actually never work out on Tuesdays. And every other day of the week though, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't have any obligations until 1.30 at the earliest on Mondays and then like on um, Wednesdays until like 3.15. So it's like, I don't have to, you know, do, I don't have to like really like be anywhere. And when I say be anywhere, I like mean like in a Zoom meeting really um, on those days because I don't have any class until the late afternoon. And I do have a lot to do in the late afternoon, so it is important that I get up and I get stuff done. Like, you know, you may hear, oh, I don't have anything to do until 3.15, so you think that that means I let myself sleep in until 11 o'clock or something like that. But, like, no, I get up, you know, between 7.30 and 8 every day, and, um, and that's regardless of whether I have class or not. So what I started doing this semester is my designated workout days are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And then I'll occasionally do a Saturday or a Thursday evening. Um, I really wish I did five days a week consistently, but I really like to have one full rest day of like not doing any work and then like not working out. And that's generally Saturdays for me. But sometimes I do work out on Saturdays and I do love when I do. But um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday is like an always thing. And I'll get up around 8 o'clock every time in the morning, sometimes 8.15 if I went to bed a little bit later. And um, I will, you know, get up and make my breakfast and I'll walk my dog. I'll get my clothes on for the gym, make my pre-workout, drink some water, and then I'll head there within like an hour of getting up. And I used to think I was an afternoon workout person just because going in the morning is a little hard But if you still feel, if you're someone who like takes a bit to wake up. And even when I have pre-workout, sometimes I just feel like I'm not fully woken up yet. And I thought I liked going in the afternoon more just because I had more, like, physical energy. I felt like even if I was mentally tired and I felt sleepy, my body, I felt like, could always do more. And I don't know if it was because I had eaten more throughout the day, so I, had, I like, actually had more food energy in me or what it was. And I just always convinced myself of that. But now that I've been, you know, going to the gym, like, between – 9 and 10 o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for like two and a half months now. I love it. I love getting it done with for the day. I love like not putting it off until the afternoon and then it being this like mental battle with myself of, oh man, I'm feeling kind of sleepy. Should I like power nap or go to the gym? I'm always going to choose power nap, like almost always in that situation or lay down or whatever. And I truly think it just gives me more energy for the rest of the day because I've moved my body. I am in a better mood because, you know, I have the endorphins from exercising. Um, It's also not as crowded at the gym, which is a huge plus. And it's just helped a lot. And I know that that was like a long time of me explaining that, but I felt like I needed to get into the detail of it. And um, the thing is, is like a lot of people, you know, I answered this in my Q&A last week. Like, how do you People always ask me, you know, like, how do you stay motivated for fitness and, like, you're exercising and working out? And it's because it's a part of my routine. Like, I have that motivation in me just because it's a part of, like, I know, my body knows that I do that four days a week. Like, I feel it. Like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know, like, my mind and my body, like, just know it's time to go to the gym. And the thing is, is when you get bored, it's important to like notice when you're feeling bored so you can switch up your workouts for different exercises, whether that's, 
you know, going on Instagram and finding different, like, leg workouts to do if you're a weights type of person or just do a different type of exercise in general. You know, like, if you're normally a weightlifting type of person, then maybe try, like, doing, like, more cardio for, like, a week or doing, like, a at-home Pilates thing. I don't know. Just switch things up if you feel yourself getting bored because that will help with motivation. Don't just stop when you aren't feeling motivated anymore because it's inevitable that things will get boring. Like, that's going to happen no matter what. And there's nothing you can do to change that. So don't just stop when you lose motivation because then you're going to take yourself back to square one of having to get back into a routine of things. And it's going to be a never-ending cycle of, you know, working out for a little while and exercising for a little while and then getting bored, giving up on it, getting in a rut, and then having to learn how to, like, get back in that routine all over again. And, um, yeah, that's truly, I think, that has probably had the biggest impact out of all of this stuff. Um, maybe, like, the second biggest thing. I don't know. But it truly does help, and it's a great way to take care of yourself because it's great for you physically, and it's great for you mentally and emotionally, and there's, I mean, it's so great. I can't say enough good things about moving your body in whatever way you prefer. Next thing is drinking a lot of water. Um, I know this is a given, and this is also another thing that people just always, like, rant about. And I used to have, like, a 40-ounce Hydro Flask, and I love it and everything, but I wanted something bigger that held even more water. So I got a Hydro Jug, which is a half gallon, and I have yet to complete drinking two of them in a day, um, which would be drinking a gallon of water, obviously. One, because we have, like, a pure water filter thing in our fridge, and so I can't just, like, fill up water all the time easily. Like, our filter is really slow for the tank thing that it's in. And Griffin also has a half-gallon water bottle. So when both of us have half-gallon water bottles and we're trying to, like, fill it up all the time and we have to wait on the water to filter through and everything because it actually takes, like, two hours, I feel like, it's complicated. But I will say that, like, drinking, like, one and a half of them, I do that most of the time or I'll at least drink one. And I feel like it's just great for your skin. Um, I just feel better overall because I am more hydrated and, you know, like, Obviously, like if your body is meant to have a certain amount of water in you and you're not giving it what it needs, you're going to feel off. Like that's a given. I think a lot of times we just write that off and we're like, oh, water's not a big deal. But it's like your body needs a certain amount every day. And I can guarantee you most of us like don't meet that amount every day. And just think of like what can happen when your body like actually consistently, keyword consistently, gets what it needs. The next thing is having, like, a sleep schedule and sticking to it as much as possible. And what I mean by this is just, like, going to bed around the same time and waking up around the same time every day. So that way your body just has its own, like, clock set and it just knows. Um, It unwinds around the same time every night and gets sleepy at the same time every night and then, you know, naturally wakes up the same time each day. And I feel like this is obviously a lot harder if, you know, maybe if you have kids and if you are, even if you're like an undergrad, because I feel like an undergrad, you know, like when you have tests and stuff, it's inevitable that you're going to be like staying up late and studying. And I feel like an undergrad, that's like when you're hanging out with friends and stuff a lot more um, on like, even on school nights and on the weekends. Um, Like I know when I was an undergrad, like I... Thursday nights, Friday nights, Saturday nights, like, I was always staying up super late, and then it was, like, I would try to go to bed early on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 
And my body is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> because it's like, we stayed up till 2 a.m. this night and now you're wanting to go to bed at 10? Like, no, honey, we're not doing that. Um, like, obviously, that's going to be a challenge and you're always going to feel tired if, one, you're not getting enough sleep and, two, you know, your body's not on, like, a consistent routine. And granted, I do have days where, you know, I have to stay up a little bit later or maybe I have to get up a little bit earlier. Like, it's not perfect. When I say all this stuff, y'all, I don't want you to think that I have, like, this routine to where I am perfect and it is never broken. Like, obviously not. Like, I, there are, like, little moments that where things kind of, there gets a wrench in my plans and I have to adjust things a little bit and that's totally normal. So, um, yeah, having the sleep schedule I think really helps. I personally, like, the latest I try to be, like, asleep by is midnight, um, and then I almost always, like, my alarm's almost always set for 8 o'clock, and I love that my classes don't start till 9.30 because 8 o'clock is such a good wake-up, like, at the latest wake-up time for me, um, for, to have, like, every single day. Like, I hated when I had an 8 a.m., so it was, like, some days I was getting up at 7, and then some days I was getting up at, like, 8, because that just makes things difficult, um, for my body personally. I feel like my body truly does well when I have something very consistent, like my sleep routine is very consistent and everything, and I'm going to bed around the same time and waking up around the same time every day. Um, ideally, I'm, like, in bed at, like, 10.30 and asleep by 11.15 and then wake up around, like, 7.45, but, it definitely is not always that way. Like, sometimes I have to, like, finish some edits on a video and stay up until, until, like, 1230 at night, and then I'll try to sleep till like, 815 in that case. But the gist of it is around the same time, and I just feel like it's helped a lot because I don't think I'm as tired as often, like, throughout the day, just because my body's so used to, like, getting tired around the exact same time every day at night, and then um, it's just used to, like, being up at the same time every morning, and, like, my mind is used to, like, being more plugged in and on at certain times of the day. The next thing is journaling, and this is something that, like, I was really good about it last semester, I feel like, where I would literally do it daily. Right now, I'm not the best about doing it daily because sometimes, like, if I, like, the past, like, two weeks where I've had, like, a ton to do, I want to, like, get to the gym as soon as possible after I've had my breakfast and stuff, so I'm not as good about, like, taking my mornings slow, And then it's like once I get home, I take a body shower and then I'm like hurrying to get on with whatever I need to do so I don't take the time to journal. However, a little hack, which I'm sure plenty of you know, especially if you journal regularly, something, if you're someone who uses journal prompts, I highly, highly, highly recommend before like the start of a new week or just honestly on whatever day works best for you, just taking a day and like sitting down and taking 30 minutes to like find journal prompts and just write them out ahead of time for the week and it doesn't have to be every day I'll normally do like five for a week realistically and like I haven't even journaled in like two weeks well that's a lie probably like a week and that's okay (laughs) like I know I need to and I know I feel better when I do but I neglected it this week because I'm bad and I didn't take the time to write out my prompts but I'm so much more likely to pick up my journal and just fill out the prompts if they're already there then if I know I have to like go find some prompts to do and then write about them and then write out the prompts that day Um, because that just takes more time obviously out of the morning. So it's a lot more efficient I feel like to go ahead and write them out ahead of time. But journaling's just helped me so much because it's such a good way for like any time I'm feeling like anxious or you know just there's something on my mind that I'm worried about. Writing it down is such a good way to like just make it tangible almost and just help you figure out like is I don't know like it almost 
is just presented to you in a different way. So instead of it being in your head, I feel like when things just stay in our head, we tend to like either make not enough of a big deal out of them or we make too much of a big deal out of them and they just float around in our head because we're dwelling on them too much or we're not dwelling on them enough. But then when we put it on paper and you read it, it sort of just provides a different perspective because you're reading it instead of like, and you're like actually seeing it on paper. The amount of times when I'm like worried about something, stressed about something, or just, you know, not doing well, and I write it down on paper, and I'm like, why am I giving so much energy to this? Like, why am I dwelling so much on this? And then I'm able to just go about my day not thinking about it again, because I'm realizing how crazy it is for me to, like, waste so much energy and time on dwelling on something like that. And the other end of that, like, with gratitude, I find that when I'm, like, actually practicing gratitude every day, like, physically writing stuff out, I just have way better days, like, mentally. Like, my mental health is so much better um, because I'm constantly cognizant of that. And I, like, started my day with that high note. So that's definitely helped a lot. The next thing is less phone time and mindless scrolling. And once again, this is something – this is, like, a weekly battle. Like, one week I'll be really, really good about being, like, super intentional with when I get on social media. But – other weeks I'll be terrible about mindless scrolling and I feel like whenever it gets bad it's usually when like I'm looking for inspiration for something like if I'm because sometimes there's like really good accounts on Instagram that are actually like super positive and like provide a lot of value I find so whenever I'm like trying to go get inspiration or just like see like I don't know let me think of an example like if I'm trying to go like see like cute outfits or sometimes I treat it like Pinterest which I just need to like stick to Pinterest because it's not like a true social media um because Instagram whenever I start treating it like Pinterest and I'm trying to like create these like saved collections like I literally have one that's called like spring 21 2021 vibes or whatever and it's just like everything I'm trying to embody this spring I guess you could say but I'm like why do I have this on Instagram because then I end up spending so much time on Instagram and I end up not even focusing on that spring 2021 collection that I was looking for it's just funny um and basically I I don't know, not getting on social media right before bed and then right after I wake up, I think is the number one thing I focus on. It's really hard to stay cognizant of mindless scrolling because it's truly mindless. So it's sometimes you don't realize you did it until like hours after the fact or right after you do it. It's really hard to like sit, be aware of that in the moment. I almost need like some alarm sound to go off every time I mindless scroll and like open an app like out of habit or something. That was, there needs to be an app that does that or something. Can you even do that on a phone? Is that a setting? Let me know. If not, I may have just came up with an app idea. Look at me go. (laughs) Um, But I just think that starting your day with attending to other people and not giving that first, like, hour of the day to yourself is, like, super toxic. And you can, I mean, I don't know. Like, if if there's a text I need to respond to or, like, something that's super urgent, I'll do that. But there is no reason for me to be getting on social media at 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning like the stuff is gonna stay there I'm not gonna miss it like it's okay I don't need to look at that first thing in the morning I just I notice the days where I just like roll over and you know sometimes on the weekends when I'm just like super lazy I'll do that I'll like roll over and I respond to a couple texts and then I'm like oh now I'm gonna open Instagram just out of habit but then it's like I just I don't know. My, the whole tone of my day is just off when I do that. And I notice that. Like, I really, really am in tune with that. And I notice that anytime I, like, spend the last hour before bed 
scrolling on my phone through whatever app and when I spend the first hour of my morning scrolling through apps it just completely sets your tone off for the day because you're truly just over consuming in my opinion and I just there's I don't know I think that I'm not the best about separating myself from social media because I feel like being a follower of like obviously accounts and stuff and just seeing having like so much content all the time at our fingertips I guess is what I'm trying to say we're all followers you know like you know we all post stuff but we're also all followers I tend to lose myself like I I'm actually like who am I like what am I doing like that kind of thing and even things as small as like my style I tend to lose myself super easily because of social media and truly just overconsumption of content like the videos I make for YouTube um and like the content I create and the way I dress like what I spend my time doing all of those things are impacted by how much I consume on social media and I don't like the feeling of feeling like I lost myself because I was too caught up in trying to stick to a trend or do what is cool right now or what everyone else is doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you can do what you want to do and you can love what you want to love and stuff. But I truly see an impact um, when I am unintentionally over-consuming stuff. I tend to sort of just become a follower and I'm too caught up on, like, doing what I think is going to appeal the most and I'm too caught up on like what's popular to where I lose sight of myself and like what my end goal is and like what I'm truly trying to provide for you know like my audience and for myself even like in terms of like style and stuff I like I'll end up realizing oh my gosh I feel like I'm just dressing based on what is most popular right now which is fine because that's obviously the way fashion works and stuff with trends but then I'm like what even is my style like I feel like I'm just so obsessed with like making sure everyone else thinks it looks good or the vast majority of people thinks it looks good instead of thinking about like what I want and like what I like think looks good and that's like a very very minor part of it the main part is like feeling lost because I'm constantly consuming stuff from everybody else instead of spending time with myself if that makes sense so just the overall gist of that is the less time you spend on social media and like having that mindless consumption the more time you have to like reinvest in yourself and you know you're not setting yourself up to lose yourself and be you know like this follower and everything which is totally fine but I just personally find that I don't function as well when I'm finding myself sort of just following all the trends in all aspects of life because I feel like I lose sight of myself very easily and that's probably just a me problem with being overstimulated and having too much content consumption The next thing is reading, and this is, like, one of the things I mean by having more intentional rest this week um, with chilling out as my goal because I was doing so good for, like, a month with, like, reading every night before bed, even if it was just 20 minutes. Sometimes it'd be, like, an hour. Sometimes it'd be, like, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. But because of my tests this past week, I was pretty much studying up until right, right around the time I went to bed, and then I've also had so much work to do for YouTube and everything, so I've had to stay up and do that as well, so... Reading is just great because it's a great way for you to provide a mental escape that's like just whatever you want it to be. Like it can be a fiction book, it can be a self-help book, it can be anything and everything like across the spectrum and it's just a great way for you to just escape and not be plugged in with everything else that's going on around you and just sort of like focus on something that you can sit there and focus on and not have to like worry about everything else and that's just like the beauty of it and that's what I love about it. It's 
one of the only things where one of the only things I can do where I'm not going to be thinking about everything else because I have a really hard time turning my mind off personally and you know when I go to the gym I'd say for the most part I'm pretty good about shutting my mind off but if if I'm like super stressed about something or I have like a ton of things going on that day I'm definitely thinking about like that day and like everything I've got to do while I'm at the gym reading on the other hand since it's like reading a story and everything and you're like learning stuff or you're just reading a story like whatever genre it is it's just such a great way for me to like detach my mind from my own life and just like place it elsewhere for a couple minutes and that's why I love it and I think it's truly so so good for providing your mind proper rest so that you feel more mentally rested and you're not getting burnt out as quickly because I feel that we get like burnt I'm going to talk about this in a second but I feel like we get so much more like actually mentally burnt out when we don't have like designated time in our day to give our mind proper rest through things like reading and just detaching from all of our obligations and everything like that and the next thing is getting time outside this is obviously really difficult because if you live in like a really cold climate um you don't want to go outside which I totally get because it was pretty freaking cold here it like it's pretty cold here to where like the high is like only in the 40s 30s or whatever um for probably like three or four weeks in Alabama, which I know probably isn't that cold to some of you, but for a Florida girl, that's cold. And um, you don't want to go outside. But now that the weather's like warming up here, and I know it is other places too, um, I found that like anytime I can find to where I can like sit on my balcony or like just go and sit outside of a coffee shop and just get vitamin D, I feel like literally so much better than I do when I sit inside and do stuff. Vitamin D can do wonders for you. The sun is such a mood enhancer. Um, I mean, it kind of makes me tired if I'm in it for too long, obviously. But, like, just getting, like, 30 minutes even, it's just truly changes changes the game. Um, I remember our first, like, warm weekend here. It was, like, what, two or three weekends ago. And I was, like, on a high all weekend. Like, I literally was the wet. I can't believe the weather did that much to me, but I was truly just on like cloud nine the entire weekend like I didn't care that I had a ton of homework to do I didn't care that I had all this stuff to do I was just so happy that um the weather was just nice and it just put me in the best mood and you know getting time outside can just be like going on a walk it can be literally just like sitting outside doing work outside reading a book outside um drinking your coffee whatever it is I think getting time outside is a great thing to implement into your routine as much as possible just because it is a natural way to like sort of enhance your day and enhance your mood and I honestly think it like wakes me up a little bit too and you may think that that's kind of like everything basically um and you may think that this sounds like a lot and just sounds um like what you always hear but this is just what I find makes the biggest difference in my days and my quality of life and the more you do things and like the more you practice your habits the more of an expert you become at doing them And the more it becomes second nature to you. And you don't even have to think about doing them anymore. You just feel that it's time to do them. Like what I was saying with the gym earlier. Like it just becomes second nature. And it's not something you have to like think about and, you know, dwell on. And here's like the truly revolutionary thing that happened for me as a result of having such a good routine. Which this is actually um, a quote from an article I saw on like Headspace's website. It says, finding what works for you and turning it into a process that requires zero throttle. I just butchered it. Let's start over because that's just going to take away from the wow factor. (laughs) Finding what works for you and turning it into a process that requires 
Zero thought frees your mind for more important things. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That is the big, like, aha for me. That's when I realized, like, I was, I don't know, I was sitting here trying to, like, put my thoughts into words, and I've been looking for a way to describe this shift that happened in my head when I got this routine down, and when I saw this quote, I knew it was exactly the words I couldn't find to say. I found myself, as a result of having this routine, having so much more free time and not feeling the need to fill it, which I know I've talked about a little bit in the podcast recently and on my YouTube channel as well, like the importance of not filling your free time when you have free time as a default, because that's what my default has been most of my life. Anytime I have free time, I'm like, there's something I can get ahead on. There's something I can do. Like, let me fill my free time with something else. Like, no, allow yourself to have free time. And I found that like having this routine, I just became so efficient that I started having more free time. And I just don't feel, don't feel the need to fill it because things in my life just run so much more efficiently, both literally and mentally. So my mind has seriously just felt more free and I'm able to spend more time doing things that are practicing true rest because I'm not so mentally drained 24 seven like I w- once was because I allow myself to have time every single day to have a mental break and to rest and have intentional rest, even if it's 30 minutes. Whereas I used to just be having like one binge type of day where it was like I was binging rest, where it's like all I did was I was like, I'm going to completely shut off everything and not do anything. Like, and my rest wasn't even valuable. Like my rest would be sitting on the couch and like scrolling on my phone or something. And that's okay to do. But I'm saying like having your mind not be stimulated for like 30 minutes during the day is life-changing. And when you allow yourself to do that each day, you're much more likely to not run into burnout as much. And my brain's also just in this routine of shutting off at a certain time because it it knows it's time for me to wind down and like read or something like that. And it used to be that my brain was literally going 24-7 because there was barely any structure in my life besides going to class. So my brain never shut off because one, I just wouldn't let it. And two, I didn't know how to like get it to shut off because I wasn't ever having intentional rest and intentional free time. And I just find I don't burn out as quickly because I'm making that time for true intentional rest, like I said. And it's just a way for me to actually recharge each day so that the next day I'm not feeling like exhausted and burnout from the day before. And like I said, you know, my old definition of rest, it was just overconsumption and binging rest like one day every like week and a half or two weeks. And it was just never actually true rest because my mind didn't shut ever shut off. Like it was still being stimulated in my rest time. And that's just not effective because you're not letting your mind shut off. And if you're not letting your mind like have time to withdraw like just a little bit each day, you're going to get burnt out so much quicker and it's just not good. So that's my routine, you all. Like the things that have really just changed for me and that's like the impact having a routine has had on me. And I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it just, like, wasn't invaluable to anyone because, obviously, I don't want that. But I thought it would be helpful to share this. And I feel like I've done an episode like this before. But I just really felt it was time. Like, now that I have this down and it's consistent and it's not like I'm just sitting here telling you all what I want to do with my routine, I'm, like, actually telling you, no, this is what I do and this is why it works and this is the outcome I've seen from it. So I can, like, give you all my credibility with it by telling you how it's helped me. And it's just helped me so much. Um, And I am going to be showing um, like the actual 
walking through my day of it, I guess, in a YouTube video soon. So definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're not so you can see that. And yeah, that's everything. I hope that you all like take the time to sit down and like ask yourself like what you need to implement in your routine and sort of just plan out like when you want to do it each day and just commit yourself to it for three weeks. That's all it takes. That's literally all it takes. And then it becomes habit. I swear on my life. I've literally told you all that so many times. And like, that's just the science of it and everything. And you hear that all the time because it's the truth you know, you should, you owe it to yourself to do something that's going to make your life immensely better for three weeks. Like, show yourself that love. Be willing to show yourself the love of doing something that's going to make your life better each and every day by doing that thing for, you know, 21 days. Like, you can freaking do it. And I love you all so much. Thank you for listening to this episode this week. And be sure to join the Gen Z Girl Podcast Facebook group and follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast on Instagram. And I will talk to you all next week.